0: Hey guys, Coach Tim here from Mad Training with another episode of Managing the Madness. I'm here with Vince Padua. Vince, how are you? Great, Tim. Uh, thanks. Uh, it's great to, be, great to be here. Thanks for uh, having me. Happy to do this. Yeah, awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be good stuff. So, uh, background first. Give me
1: a little background on you, sure. family, everything else, right? Uh, Sure. So, uh, me growing up, uh, so I'm a California kid. Okay. uh, Family of five. Yeah. uh, Kind of in the middle. Uh, Grew up playing basketball, and then as a teenager switched to playing golf for the most part. Um, uh, See, I. you know, computer science, undergrad, uh, business graduates. Okay. My wife and I moved out here pre-kids in 2006 Okay, to okay. Austin. And, uh, Same now, time as me about, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, happily married yeah. and uh, three kids, ages uh, 15, 13, and 10. Okay,
0: okay. So I obviously know Ben and Sam, Yeah. right? So oldest two, mm-hmm. uh, is that right? 15 and 13, right? Yeah. So they are golfers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. How long have they been playing golf? And, and you played golf, correct, right? Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. So, so I played golf, like I said, I started uh, when I was uh, you know in my teens, I think around 15, 16. Okay. I picked it up from my oldest brother. Got it. Uh, he came home from college and had a, a, a thing of clubs. And uh, I picked him up and just okay. started playing with them, and thought I could be decent at this and yeah. kind of took it from there. Um, but yeah, so, so my two oldest, uh, Ben and Sam, uh, Sam, 15, uh, ben 13, yeah. They've been playing competitively. Sam was seven when he played his first tournament, and then Ben was five when he played his first tournament. Okay. And did yeah. you introduce it to them, or did they kind of find it on their own a little bit? You know. So it, when, when we moved out here in 2006, I was just fresh out of grad school. And uh, in my second year of grad school, even though I was working and going to school full-time, I okay. played a lot of golf. Okay. Um, I was kind of trying to get back into golf, trying to get back into playing competitively. Uh, competitively as an amateur and whatnot. Oh, okay. And so okay. when we came out here, uh, my wife was pregnant with, with Sam at the time, so I was still playing quite a bit of golf. Um, but after Sam uh, was born, uh, obviously more of my time was uh, was helping with her and, sure. and with him. And so the golf game sort of uh, faded away, but once he got to around maybe two years old or so, yeah. I kind of went back out and started practicing again. Yeah. And he came with me quite a bit. Okay. Uh, so he would come with me to the range, and it was nothing really more at the time than just giving my wife like free time some time yeah, yeah so yeah, he just yeah, yeah. either sat in the in the in the stroller or he just sat on the grass or just wandered around or whatever and yeah. then around age four or so uh i got him his own clubs and he just started swinging uh on his own and cool. just sort of picked it up from there gotcha i gotcha
0: and then so ben's a couple years younger right same same vibe he just kind of like followed younger followed older brother into this situation
1: yeah for the most part so the the real i guess uh, moment that that turned for them, both of them,
0: yeah,
1: was we actually had a, a good friend um, was, at the time was my boss. He's the one who hired me to, to come out to Austin. Okay, and he had a couple kids that were a little bit older than than Sam and Ben, Got and it. Um, they were here local uh, at one of the clubs and said, "Would you guys like to come out and play?" He knew okay. I played quite a bit, uh, but the boys really hadn't at that time been playing. They had made a, maybe made you know some swings here or there, or whatever, sure. but we're just it was just sort of goofing off. Yeah. Um, so I said, sure. So we went out one morning and we played. And uh, for whatever reason, my sons were like, this looks really cool. We want to try this. Yeah. And so for the first time ever, we, we really went to the range and it was like, okay, I'm not taking my clubs out. Yeah. Uh, I'll <laughs> leave them in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Because it was always about me practicing. Sure. And if they wanted to do it, they could do it. This yeah. time I was like, they asked to, to go practice this time. So I was like, okay, I'll leave my clubs in the car, Yeah. brought their clubs out. And we were at Terra Vista, okay. right? one of the nearby courses. Yeah. And um, that day, uh, they wouldn't mm-hmm. leave the range. I think we were there for six hours. Wow. Uh, and they were just hitting ball after ball after ball. And uh, we're really trying to absorb it, and, and we're really enjoying it. And, yeah. uh, honestly, from that point, it just sort of took off. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to keep doing it. They wanted to keep practicing. They wanted to keep learning. Um, they wanted to get out and play as much as we could get out and play okay. uh, and whatnot. But it was kind of... An interesting dynamic between them seeing older kids do it, um, Yeah, me, I think, uh, you know, with with my boss, my friend, and um, seeing us sort of interact and, and play the game, and they enjoyed it, and from there, just, yeah, they just took off. That's amazing. That's right. I mean, it's definitely, like, I like that
0: you didn't, like, take your clubs out that time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, it was just a natural kind of thing, especially with... Sam starting off like just having him in, in the environment, mm-hmm. right, as a, as a relief to your wife. My brother's the same thing. I think their first child, their, their, uh, my niece, Sparrow, they, they own a gym, yep. and they just had her in the gym right? yep. from the first day, like yep. basically from the moment they could get her out and around in a yep. carrier or a stroller. And, and same thing with my, uh, my, my nephew, Austin. It, it, they've just been in that environment. You know they're going to be fit kids. They're yep. going to be fit adults. But they just were in that environment. Not forced necessarily to do anything specifically, mm-hmm. but just just enjoy yourself in this environment. Right, right. That's, that's really awesome. Yep. So so then how does it progress to where they start playing? Are they just playing with you? Like when you go out for a round yeah. or, or something like that? How did – you find like, – I know there's academies and there's, like, programs. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a range member at Aver Ranch, so, like, I know they yep. have a junior like, academy kind of program. Yeah. How did how – did, did they actually say, hey, Dad, we want to do this more often, like, or more legitimately or more, like, structured?
1: Or how did that p- kind of progress, I guess, that way? So I, I don't have a great story for it. But, huh. you know, at, at some point – probably they had been, you know, practicing and, and playing for, I don't know, let's say maybe six or nine months. Okay. Right? And at that time, both of them were playing baseball. Yeah. Both of them were playing soccer. Gotcha. Um, So they were playing other sports. They were doing a lot of things. They were doing a bunch of other things, right? right? Yeah. And so golf was just sort of a thing that they did uh, with dad. Okay. uh, Even though... Okay. When I went to the range with them from that point forward, or I went to a golf course with them from that point forward, I never really brought my clubs. Okay. Unless I was bringing them to show them something. Sure. Because, you know, back then, I mean, their clubs were like this Yeah, long, exa- right? Yeah, so exactly. It was, yeah, it was a little easier if I had my club to try to show them something. Sure. But um, it was just about them, you know, it was like, this is now your time. I'll give you whatever attention you guys want or need. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's not about me practicing or trying to play, yeah. you know, anymore. Um, so they were, they were competing a lot. And, you know, they were playing baseball games. They were playing soccer games. They were like... Is there, like, competition for golf? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yes, there's competition for golf, right? <laughs> there's, there's a series of, of different sort of tournaments and leagues uh, that you can join. Yeah. And so Ben wasn't quite ready enough yet. Yeah. Um, really more because, uh, I mean, he was five. Sure. And not to say that he couldn't walk nine holes yeah. at that time. Yeah. But it was still just a lot uh, at that time, and I just didn't feel like he was quite ready for it. And he yeah. didn't seem like he was really wanting to do it. But Sam... Really did. Gotcha. And so it just so happened that the the first tournament for him was to be played at Terra Vista. Okay. Which at the time is where we were members and where we were playing and practicing quite a bit. So it worked out well there. And um, so they just sort of naturally wanted to compete since they were competing in other sports. Got it. Um, And they had obviously seen other kids uh, at the driving range. Um, I think uh, at one point we were at Avery Ranch before Sam had ever played a tournament. And there was a junior tournament going on, and it was like, "What's happening here?" And yeah, I was explaining yeah. it to him, and uh, so anyway, so it just started there, uh, yeah. And they started competing, and then, you know, he gets—I think he was his first time—he finished third or something like that. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's great. And then you know, he then he wants to like learn. Okay, so what does this mean? Right? How does, so this, I, how does this work? How right. Does this so, the whole thing work. Yeah. I got a medal, right? I finished third. Yeah. Right? I shot this score. Yeah. And in his mind, you know, or he's saying, "I could play better. I could do better." Yeah. Um, but if I do better, like what does it mean? And so, uh, just a, a quick sort of aside yeah, or a connection yeah, yeah. point yeah. for him was uh, so when he started competing, um, maybe a year or two prior to that. So I want to say this is this is maybe what two thousand and twelve, yeah. maybe two thousand thirteen, fourteen, okay. thereabouts. Okay. Yeah, something like that. And um, there's a there was a movie out called uh, The Short Game. Okay. So. The, for those that are maybe unfamiliar with, with junior golf uh, or competitive junior golf, yeah. there's a movie called The Short Game, which I think is now on Netflix or some streaming service someplace. Sure. But uh, in junior golf, especially for kids, let's say, in particular 12 and younger, yeah. between 12 and 18, there's a whole different level, but yeah. between 12 and under, there's a group that's called the US Kids Golf. US Kids Golf. Okay. And they have a world championship. Uh, which is played at, in Piner's, North Carolina. Yep. So Piner's okay. is, they call it the, sort of the cradle yeah. of golf. Yeah. Um, it's sort of where U.S.-based golf started. Obviously, golf started in Scotland, but yep. where it sort of began here was yep. in Piner's, North Carolina. Okay. And um, the, the whole movie is about these kids, ages 7, 8, 9, gotcha. who are playing at the World Championships. So it's sort of a behind-the-scenes look at these kids competing. Okay. And both Ben and Sam watch that, and they're like, wow, we want to do that. Okay. Uh, we want to go and we want to compete yeah, in yeah. Pinehurst and we want to play for the World Championship yeah. and do all these things. Yeah. And so uh, that began sort of the connection between here's your first tournament and what that means. Well, if you want to make it all the way to there, yes. right, you've got to meet all these sort of levels and criteria and then gotcha. be invited to gotcha. ultimately gotcha. play. Yeah. So um, that really got Sam very focused uh, and connected to sort of what it meant to, to play and compete. And then Ben sort of just followed suit. Yeah, Sam would tell you. Yeah. Sam would tell you that Ben has just rode his coattails the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and We're working with both of them, I can completely right. see that that's just, true. He's just all, you know, he's had to learn all like, the, the hard ways of doing things, and, and then, ben then Ben's just like, wrote, "Oh, it's easy now." <laughs> <he> <laughs> just yeah, We
0: exactly. Yeah, oh, so but I, the the big thing, the, the takeaway I'm taking right now is that how much like it was just. Put in front of them and they they grabbed it right. Mm -hmm. There's there's you're you're not steering them necessarily through it. They're seeing it going. Okay, what's the next thing I can do here? What's the next thing I can do here? Mm -hmm. I I'm gonna take. I like I'm playing all these other sports because. You know, the, the golf phenom, golf prodigy thing is like, you know, we, we all know about Tiger. Yep. We all know how that was done. Yep. And, and you can argue yes or yep. no, that's good yep. or bad, right? Yep. But the fact that they had other sport experiences where yep. they were competing, yep. and then they took that energy and then went, but we really like this activity. Yep. Can we merge those two things together? That's, that's really cool. Yep. That's, that's really cool. So mm. let's, let's I'm gonna sidebar real fast with, um, I think, a, a mental thing here. This mm-hmm. is what, what's coming up to me is, a type of personality Mm -hmm. right like so from what you're saying sam seems to me and i would say with my experiences with him over the past year and a half or so you're um seems pretty type a Mm -hmm. like i would imagine like do you find like the both of them or either one of them or one type of personality to kind of be able to because again golf is such a minute highly Mm -hmm. technical sport like it's, I would imagine it takes a certain mindset, even at a young age, to be able to succeed and do what they're doing right now. So, like from a mindset standpoint, how would you describe the two of them? Like, is one more Type A than B, or are they both pretty much in the same vein? No, they're they're
1: uh, almost exact opposites of each other in many ways. Right? You, gotcha. Maybe you. I, that I've, as seen, well.
0: I've seen some of it. I'd like right. to hear from your side. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: So Sam is. So Sam's view. Well, I'm sure he has many views, but right, one way to sort of whether it's sort of a Type A or Type B type personality. Sure. His is more type A in the sense that I'll play well if I swing well, right? So okay. his his focus is on if I if I swing correctly or if 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 my technique is correct, if the technical abilities there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'll play well. Gotcha, right? And that's that's a little. I mean, Tiger Woods has essentially said that, right? Which is, you know, uh, I play. Uh, if I play well, it's typically because my swing has, has done well. Got it. The other side of it, which also Tiger will say, is that, you know, he wins when he's not playing his best. Sure. Or he's not swinging his best. Yeah. Um, and so Ben sort of has more of that mentality. So Ben is, is more of a – he just wants to get out and play. Yep. Um, uh, ben is more of the kind that – ben, ben thinks he can will his way to doing well, right? So, yeah, maybe that, he yeah. doesn't spend as many uh, hours – uh, on technique yep. or on specific types of drills yep. uh, or training. But Ben is rather confident that, yeah, but when I really want this, yes. I'll do just fine. Uh, yeah, right? I, I can see so, that.
0: I can see the difference for sure between the two of them that way. Yeah. Like, and that's – it's interesting because I think as a very young golfer in myself at this moment, even at 44, like – technique has gotten better with all of the work i've been doing mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm starting to recognize like the psychological game yeah. the mental you know approach to things and yeah. like having confidence and i will stand over a shot and just say like i need to commit to this like commit mm-hmm. to this because if i don't commit to this i'm not yeah. it's not no matter what my technique is yeah. i've got to commit completely and be psychologically just bought into what i'm doing yeah yeah, yeah I, I can completely see that and they are definitely in this room when we train like there's a there's a distinct difference between the two of them and it's really fun to to be involved in that situation and kind of play off of both and like know how to speak to one, but then know how to speak to the yeah. other one too. Yeah. So then let's let's okay, let's fully just like you talked about levels and layers. Let's 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 mm-hmm. dive in because even at this point still like my brain isn't fully wrapped around yeah. junior golf. And yeah. so like give us a you know, a pseudo deep dive or some type of like 30,000 foot view of like what Junior Golf looks like
1: and like I guess the avenues it can put these kids through, right? Right, right. So, um, I mean, in Junior Golf, there's essentially a local level. Okay. There's a state level. Okay. There's a regional level. Got it. National and then sort of a world stage. Okay. Right? And um, there are, to an extent, different tours that are recognized for uh, effectively each level okay right so for instance here in in texas if you were to start at the local level in we're in these considered in the southern texas region gotcha um and if uh, so there's basically two tours there's the u.s kids local tour okay right and there could be one for austin there can be one for san antonio okay i'm not sure that there's currently one in houston uh currently but there's there's certainly one in austin there's certainly one in san antonio okay uh, the alternative to that if you were to stay local is to do the Southern Texas PGA. Okay. Um, and they have different sort of levels. They have what they call little linksters, which are for typically for kids that are just starting. Okay. Um and just getting going. And then it moves up to what they call junior links and then up to junior tour, which has sort of they're for different sort of levels. Okay. Even though you may be like 10 years old, sure. You may just be starting. Yep. So you may be better sure. suited for little linksters. Gotcha. Or for junior links, which is a longer distance. Um, But you can still have a caddy versus like junior tour is longer distance, but no caddy. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And so that's local. And then if you go up to state, like US Kids and SDPGA or North Texas PGA, they have sort of a state level. Okay. Um, At a regional level, typically it's um, US Kids is regional. Um, Obviously PGA does some regional stuff, Mm -hmm. but then you start moving into uh, almost... It's, it's 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 for the most part it's us kids yeah uh or if you want to jump all the way up to um really 14 and above 15 and above which is AJGA or the American Junior Golf Association that's gotcha. really sort of the big um gateway there are some other tours uh, there's like the Texas Junior uh, Golf Tour uh, yeah. there's a couple others but it's local state regional okay. national yeah world and they're somehow connected to each other at some point in fashion or Um, or maybe not no so the the connectivity the connective tissue is really around ratings okay uh of the players and um and and again as a seven-year-old it doesn't really matter sure but if you are thinking about playing college golf yes um then you know playing in tournaments which have what they call either ajga stars so if you play well Let's say you finish in the top 10%, or maybe you win, or you finish in the top two or three. Yeah. They give you these stars, which grant you entry into even bigger sort of AJGA events. Okay. Right? All, right. Mer- all this is merit at this point. It's right? all merit-based. And yeah. again, it's, it doesn't typically become... A factor or an issue really until you get into let's say your mid-teens. Okay. Because um, as a, a six, seven, or eight-year-old, it's just really more about playing enjoying, sure. and enjoying Sure. If you want to be serious about competing, you can. Yep. Um, if you want to come and go from the sport, you can. Okay. okay. Um, but you know, for most things, like for any sport, I think any any kid who gets into that sort of mid-teen area that is thinking about college, yep, you need to be a bit more prescriptive and strategic about like what am I going to play? Yeah. When okay. am I going to play it? Yep. Um, you know, how do I set myself up? for success playing in these tournaments et cetera et cetera gotcha okay and that's so specifically
0: to like Sam and Ben is there a is is there a college golf like that's where we're gonna that's where we wanna go with this whole thing like they've already kind of especially with Sam being a little bit older have they identified that as this is what we wanna do we want to play college golf we wanna go down that road or is that something that's come up yet
1: yeah so both of them have said they want to play uh college golf uh they both said they want to play you know d1 golf at a power five school gotcha um gotcha and then it's now it's just a function of you know if you know, so it's you know there's sort of the there's the big vision there's mm-hmm. the desire that you want and yep. then you know what what steps are you going to take to sort of move yourself in that direction and it's more than just as you were saying right it's more than just swing there's going yep. to be fitness there's going to be diet, there's going to be your education, Absolutely. there's going to be, you know, a whole host of factors that come into it, yep. and certainly as a, as a you know, a, an early teen, yep. right, you're dealing with all the, the function of just being an early teen, right, gotcha. all the, the changes going from middle school to high school, yeah. you know, all the sort of uh, biological changes that they're dealing with, yep. and uh, more responsibility being put on their shoulders at school and, and whatnot, so yep. it's, it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic that we're working through now today with Sam, as, yep. as well as for Ben. Yeah. But um, yeah, they've 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 definitely set their vision, and their goal that they want to play uh, Division One golf. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So about two weeks ago, we're
0: here, we're training the kids and I, um, and I was talking about oh God, what was it? I think it was a, I think it was shoes, mm-hmm. right? And how I noticed that my and I my, my shoes because of my, I guess my follow through in the downswing, like I'm starting to like wear the toe out. Yeah. on the back foot, right, yeah. as I come through, and I was talking about shoes with them, and very organically, Sam made the point, and I remembered this from previous times, but I had forgotten between then and now, that, oh yeah, we get shoes every three months or something mm-hmm. from Adidas, mm-hmm. and and they were sponsored, mm-hmm. and I totally had spaced this concept from like the first couple of yeah. months and the first six months we'd worked together, yeah. so... And and Coach Austin, the gentleman that works with me, was training his client at the same time, and we just I think the room kind of stopped for a second and just wait wait a minute what did you say like, yeah yeah we get shoes or you know gear or whatever like every three to six months or something like that for mm-hmm. and I was like oh yeah that's right you guys are sponsored right you know to what to what degree I I couldn't recall like the massive details but right. like that in itself is i 've had very high level kids in here that have gone to college and and even like some national level from a swimming standpoint but yeah. and and that have become at an age of like twenty and twenty two sponsored athletes but to have a thirteen fourteen fifteen year old tell yeah. me in my face like it, with with no like you know elaboration or like you know he wasn 't trying to puff his chest right. out that we were sponsored it just took me back again even though I had heard it before so tell me about that that's that's that 's a Pure, like, that's a one-off for me in the situation like that. I don't get to hear
1: that a lot. So talk to me about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. How did that happen, really? (laughs) Right. Yeah, so both boys uh, are uh, presently sponsored by uh, Adidas uh, as well as Titleist. Gotcha. Um, And, you know, when I was first – so two things. When I was first approached by Adidas to sponsor at that time, it was Sam, and this was probably – uh, I want to say when he was – so maybe two years ago. Okay. Um, it was after a tournament that we had played up in Dallas, uh, a big uh, statewide tournament, and he didn't play particularly well. Okay. But, um, you know, the, the the Adidas rep reached out to me afterwards and, and said, uh, you know, we saw him and, um, you know, we liked what we saw, and, and we'd love to get a chance to, you know, put shoes on his feet. Yeah. Uh, if that works for you guys. Yeah. And so uh, I'm fortunate in that I have a very good friend who has two older sons um, who we were both, back when we were members at Twin Creeks, uh, we played with them all the time. And okay. we still play with them when they're around. But, you know, his, my friend's oldest son is a freshman at Auburn. Okay. And his younger son, who is a high school senior, is a commit to UT to play golf. Gotcha. So uh, I've been with, you know, with those boys since they were probably, I don't know, five and seven years okay. old. Um, from when they were just starting in golf and I was at that time a, a plus two handicap. Gotcha. And so uh, I used to go out and love to play golf with them and, and to see them. And that yeah. was sort of an, I think another influence on my sons. Sure. Watching these folks, these guys play yeah. and getting a chance to look up to them and, and watch them. Yeah. But you know, when I was, uh, when Adidas reached out, you know, I reached out to my good friend who has uh, his two sons. And of yeah. course, they are also heavily sponsored um, by different vendors, whether that is Nike or yeah. Callaway Golf or, yeah. or what have you. But yes, we are fortunate in many ways in golf, maybe it's unlike you know, some of the other sports whereby uh, the manufacturers and the vendors are able to, to an extent, help um, you know, players um, you know, with, with gear or equipment, yeah. or balls, yeah. hats, gloves, uh, etc. Obviously, now with the whole image and likeness, sure, um, you know, ruling by yep. the Supreme Court, yep. uh, this is now becoming an even bigger thing. Yep, um, with more sponsorship, or we have, um, you know, our friends or, or others who have older children, um, you know, who are, you know, they're, uh, you know, they they're, they get a lot of other things beyond just golf equipment. They get aided with, you know, let's say, supplementing their their travel food, or food. Uh, supplementing travel, yeah. you yeah. know, all these other things gotcha. that are now available. That yeah. You know, prior to the image and likeness, um, you know, ruling uh, that came out from the Supreme Court now, I guess, what, a year or so ago? Yep, yep. Um, Now the game is very different. But even before then, you know, manufacturers and whatnot uh, were able to support players uh, up to a certain level. That's amazing. That's just (laughs) – I was like, um,
0: anytime you guys, uh, you know – (laughs) <laughs> these, are, these are nine and a half, by the way. I mean, they're yeah. Adidas, but I mean, I'll take a pair of shoes if you get, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, it just really struck me again. And, and it, like I said, it, 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 the whole room got quiet because I think some other, Coach Austin was working with a young athlete at the time, and it was just like, wow, I you know, these guys are just like me coming in the
1: room, and, like, they're at this level of their sport already. Mm-hmm. And It was just really, really neat to have that conversation. It, it's, yeah. a, it's a, you know, uh we're blessed and it's a, it's a huge advantage. I mean, every sport is expensive. Exactly. Golf is expensive. Certainly. Um, it's certainly expensive as they're, you know, burning through four pairs of shoes per year. No no doubt. Growing and everything else. Absolutely. Uh, it's huge to have somebody like Titleist supporting you with golf balls and gloves and everything else. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a huge help. Absolutely. 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 So, they're fortunate in that regard.
0: And that's, and that's just it. I, you know, I've had national level soccer players in this room and, and you know, they're burning through shoes just like, you yeah. know, every three months, you know, it's yep. like insane to have that ability to have that help. man. yeah, it's, that's a, it's a game, it's a game changer. It's fantastic. Yeah. So talk to me about their day to day a bit. Mm-hmm. Let's go through like a little bit of their day to day because they're definitely, they're, they're old enough to dial and, you know, so one's, one's doing homeschool mm-hmm. and then one's actually in public school. Yep. So how do we balance the day to day and what is their day to day as far as from a, practice you know routine i know i see them obviously once a week during the Mm -hmm. school year um give me their day-to-day how does the day-to-day break down like you know do we organize food in the morning for the day do we like you know like how does sam handle homeschool how does ben going into school and travel and carpooling and all that
1: all that nonsense right talk to me about a little day-to-day yeah so uh before we like jump into like sam and the whole whole school thing yeah so when sam was in middle school and, and ben was I guess in sixth grade. So it was in his first year of middle school. Yep. And um, you know, both of them have uh, off campus PE. Gotcha. Right. So they have the, whatever it is, the, you know, we have to fill out it's a, a waiver and like, all this thing that you got to do. Yeah. 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 And um, so that meant they got out of school every day at two forty. Yeah. For the most parts uh, at that point, they're taken, you know, directly to practice from that point until basically dinner. Gotcha. Right. So from, you know uh, you know, if it's daylight saving time, um, it may go past, uh, you know, six o'clock sure. if it is like it is currently today. Yeah. You, know, you pretty much wrap around, you know, five thirty or six, but it's from two forty straight to practice, straight to the club, um, on, you know, essentially, you know, four days out of the week is Mondays. Our club is closed. Yep. That's when they come and really they see mean. you. Yep. Um, and so it's pretty much three to four hours per day, uh, practice. Uh, they come home, uh, they'll typically eat. Uh, do their workouts, and then deal with whatever homework they have to do uh, afterwards. Gotcha. Um, and now for Sam, so Sam is, is a freshman in high school. Yep. Um, he is at a, a preparatory online school uh, that's done by George Washington University. Okay. And um, we went down that path because now as he is 15. Yep. Um, and has his goal to play D1 golf. The competitive schedule makes it incredibly challenging with like what date, how many days you may need to miss because yep. you have to travel, yep. either somewhere in the country, or you have to travel. You have to drive a whole day to get to let's say Louisiana yeah. or to Arkansas or you know Oklahoma. Yep. And so uh, it was just going to be a challenge to fit. You know, you can only miss eight days of unexcused absences or whatever yeah, it is, it's right? Tight with public school, yeah. Um, and so, and he wanted to continue to play a lot of competitive tournaments. Yeah. High school golf, uh, we tried that. Um, he. He was going to attend Round Rock High School. Yep. He, you know, he qualified to to be on there, but just the training schedule and the schedule in general wasn't going to fit for what he needed. Um, and so we've gone this path. So for him, his schedule is quite a bit different, but he still starts his practice at about now two o'clock every day. Okay. Um, and then will his brother will join him at about an hour later yep. or so. Yeah. Um, and uh, they'll practice together, and then, you know, like I said, they'll sort of finish around whatever it is five thirty six o'clock. Come home, eats, workouts, yeah. uh, do homework, and then that's pretty much it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, how is it balancing the two
0: of them off of each other? Like handling, like especially because they're they're I am the oldest of three yeah. boys, right? My youngest yeah. my youngest brother is is my is is ten years younger than me. He's my stepfather's son. He's still my brother. He's loving to death. My my biological brother is a year and a half younger than me, mm-hmm. right? And so growing up, like played soccer together at Mm -hmm. high school level, played, you know, we played different club. We were on different teams, obviously from an age standpoint, but like being competitive with one another, like um, how is it handling, especially now we're talking about, you know, and, and my brother and I were, my average athletes. Now we're talking about like competitive. Like, yeah. do you see a lot of competition between the two of them? Is it is it something that you have to manage? You know what I mean? Like, as we far definitely as yes. from a psychological or mental standpoint, right?
1: Yeah. So there's a lot. There's competitiveness on almost every level. There's competitiveness in their fitness. There's competitiveness in their grades, and there's competitiveness just in golf in general, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and they both do things. Uh, differently, in the sense of like what they 're particularly good at or where their weaknesses uh, are, yeah so yes, it is a uh, a regular battle um, <laughs> of trying to figure out how to balance their their you know their brotherly competitiveness um, with how they would compete if they were if they were out here with a friend practicing or, yeah. or working out with a friend or whatnot, yeah, um, I grew up like I said, playing basketball, my brother who played basketball as well, was, is three years older than me. Yeah. Um, and we were wildly competitive. Yeah. Right? To, to, so competitive that it, you know, oftentimes turned into fights. Yep. That was uh, no physical that. fights. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. We haven't gotten there just because I'm, I'm very aware of that. Sure. And uh, didn't appreciate it when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it escalating to it being a physical fight. Yeah. 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 Um, but yes, they are, they are very competitive with each other uh, on almost everything. Everything. Yeah. 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 It's, it's,
0: I think I sent that clip that video clip to you about two weeks ago like there's a certain I'm starting to, I'm starting to see yeah. it play out when we first started it was very much um, it wasn't there mm-hmm. I think it was because they were learning the situation they were learning yeah. the environment they were kind of yeah. seeing where I was my yeah. boundaries stuff like that where they yeah. could go with it but now we're at a point where the comfort level is very good right? they know what they're doing and uh it's starting to come out a little bit yeah. here too with certain activities and like where we're doing like power stuff for distance or you know jumps or throws mm-hmm. or stuff like that it's it's again yeah it's uh all right let me just we're gonna i like this energy but let's just keep it just on this side of the line right? yeah like let's just keep it right here i want you guys to push i want you guys to work but let's just keep it right on this side yeah, right. yeah um have you guys had any you know significant injuries setbacks anything like that that you've had to deal with sam been especially like you know from a even if it wasn't an injury like you know hey had a horrible round or had a streak of like didn't have you mm-hmm. know performance was dipping and waning a little bit mm-hmm. how'd you come out of it what'd you deal with how'd you deal with it strategies
1: and stuff like that you know so so uh just on the, the physical side yeah so neither of them have had any significant you know either like time injuries. injuries yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i mean they've had you know nagging things of either i mean probably the most you know, serious one is, is calluses that split in their hand, mm-hmm. right, or in their fingers. And yeah. that, you know, takes a while. If, if you don't let it heal, yep. right, you just kind of keep reopening the wounds uh, yep. again and again. Um, you know, I think there's always sort of, you know, ongoing, whether it's, you know, back soreness or wrist soreness or, or things like that, that you've always... I and mean, that's part of the reason why we we started to have a more fitness-focused uh, routine yep. to the whole thing versus yep. it just, you know... Just being just being technical. Yeah. And... Just go and do your thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I knew that as 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 they grew older and were competing more and were having to, um, you know, walk a lot more and yeah. either carry or push their own bags and yeah. they were going to have these sort of, I don't say injuries, but sort of these nagging ailments that, um, you know, would, would, you know, cause them to either just feel bad and not feel like they could perform at their best yeah. or, or what have you. Yeah. The other side of it is, you know, going through either, maybe it's a mental slump, maybe it's a, a performance slump. I think, uh, you know, I both of them have gone through it. Yep. Um, you know, at times, and um, I guess the way I, I try to look at it is, you know, either it was this tournament or this round. It's it's one of just hundreds or thousands that you're ultimately going to play. Absolutely. Right. Um, so, you know, you're, you're going to eat tonight. You're, you're gonna, <laughs> yeah. You're going to yeah. wake up tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, things are going to be fine. Yep. Um, and so, just try to maintain focus on on the bigger picture of of what we're doing. I mean the for my wife and I, you know, even though I played uh, competitive golf, you know, I always – golf has always given back to me, you know, way more outside of golf than it's ever given me in golf. Inside um, okay. Either in just sort of lessons, uh, how to sort of treat people, how to interact with people, uh, you know, how to conduct yourself, how to, you know, carry yourself. Yeah. Um, how to, you know, plan, how to think, um, how to prepare, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And so when we began going down the golf path, the competitive path, you know, that's, my wife and I always sort of looked at it in that way, which was at any point, if they wanted to break off and go do something else, yep. like for instance, Ben took off six months, but I think before we, we started working with you, yeah. but he said, I want to go try football. Yeah. For, not because of anything that we were saying sure. or doing, sure, 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 I think it was, he was with some friends who were playing football and he said, yeah. I want to go try football. Yeah. And so he quit golf uh, for about six months while he went and played football. And yeah. at the end of the season, he was like, yeah, that's not really for me. I want to go back to playing golf again. Yeah, yeah. And so our view has always been, look, if you want to get off the train, if you want to go do something else, if you want to take a break, yeah. then by all means do that, right? Um, you know, your dream of playing D1 golf, it's, it's your dream. If you yep. decide that you want to etch-a-sketch it and do something else, yep. it's entirely up to you. And so – I think it's, it is helpful as they go through droughts or they go through times where they're not particularly playing well, or, you know, maybe they have played well, but they haven't gotten the, the result that they wanted. Sure. Right. Um, and so it's just to say, look, you know, if if you want time away from it, if you need to take a break or, or just have some perspective to say, look, it's, it just doesn't define who you are. This doesn't mean that you're a good golfer or a bad golfer. And, you know, in two weeks you have another chance to go out and play better. Exactly. Yeah. It's, that's, that's fantastic. As, uh, I've, I've had
0: ha, also, you know, outside of this coming from like a soccer coaching background, seeing parents who struggled with letting their kids like have their own vision. Right. Mm-hmm. And then getting to a high level and then all of a sudden the kid just starts to fall in love with it and mm-hmm. not being able to manage that as the parent. Yeah. Like that's my identity as well. like no, yep. no, no keep letting them that's you know the underlying theme letting them drive the bus and i like that It's just sketch it right like i'm gonna draw this out and if all of a sudden i want to change it i I should be able to just change it yep that's 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 awesome with that like from an influence standpoint obviously televised golf is huge like you see social media is huge with it now all of them have their own platforms bryson's kind of outspoken on his platform uh you know what do you what do you see do you see social media and or like you know, those kind of influences, television influences having an effect on them? Do they, do they follow it? Do they, do they engage in it? Do they, do you see it kind of playing into them at
1: all? Like as far as an influence, right? Well, so even before like social media. So when I was a kid yeah. playing basketball, right? I, I grew up in California. was a huge Laker fan. Yeah. Byron Scott, number four yeah. was my guy. And so I wanted to shoot like Byron Scott. So, you know, zoom forward to, and I, my, my whole stroke, my, my shot, the yep. way I would set up, the way I even tried to jump, yep. et cetera, tried to mimic everything that was Byron Scott or yep. Joe Dumars who played Gosh, the, the, Pistons, Detroit Pistons, yeah, et cetera, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those are, I just wanted to be like, them, mimic them. Yeah. And when, uh, when Sam started paying attention to social media, probably when he was like 12 or 13, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden we would go to the course and, I, and he'd make a swing and I'd be like, what was that? Well, that was not your swing. That, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> That's, that's new, right? I'm not sure. And I'm going to sit here and watch this and see yeah, how this just, plays out. A second, right? Maybe this is going to work. <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. not sure. But that's not what we were, that's not what we were doing before. Yeah. Um, but certainly there, you you know, like, but I can't blame social media because that was me. I yeah. watched on television. Yeah, same thing. I watched Saturday same and Sunday thing. basketball as a kid and I wanted to be like them and so that's what I did. Yeah. Uh, and so Sam, you know, when, when Bryson sort of, you know, came out and was in his massive transformation yes, uh, yes, two years ago. Yes, you yes. know, him wanting to hit it far and The way he was swinging it, he was mimicking it. Before Bryson, it was Kyle Berkshire. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to swing it like Kyle Berkshire. Um, Ben is much less uh, tuned into that world and trying to mimic them. Again, Ben Ben has his own sort of belief that the way I do it is the best way to do it. Um, So that's what he is going to do. He doesn't necessarily need to see how you know, these folks on social media or on, on TV uh, uh, are ultimately doing. Ben is more interested in, in what these people have to say uh, about, you know, what it means to compete or or what it means to prepare or, you know, how do you deal with, you know, disappointment uh, or letdowns. So there is certainly, it's, it's undeniable that there's an influence, right. With social media and, uh, and TV. And to me, it's just one of those things where, again, it's, it's, you know, all these things are like little ingredients that are getting added to them that will make them what they are. Yeah, and, yeah. and the hope is, you know, they experiment with things enough to sort of, and they start to learn like what works and what doesn't work. And so, you know, our my view on it at least is, you know, if you're trying to incorporate something that you've seen into your swing, you know, just make sure that you sort of understand like where you were and what worked. And then now as you're trying this, yeah. Like is what you were doing. Is it now somehow magically better, yeah. or is it somehow magically? Is it native to you to do that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think both of them now recognize that, uh, um, you know, that, that there there is sort of these, the athletic move that is golf. Yeah. That is now like, it's unique to everybody, right? Absolutely. Not everybody does everything the exact same way. Yep. Yep. Um, and now, as Sam is at at fifteen, and while he's still not at that place where. He's competing, like, at full distance with, like, an 18-year-old, even though they may play the same distances. He's still, you know, let's say, 15 yards shorter or 10 yards shorter than they are off the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, He now recognizes that, okay, uh, because we've taught him that at some point, the physical nature of this, it just – it. it's going to be the same. Yeah. Right. Everybody will hit it about the same distance. Yep. Uh, everybody will hit roughly the same amount of fairways and the sure. same amount of green. Absolutely. And, yep. and the same amount of putts. Yep. And what, we'll, what it'll come down to is like, how, how well did you prepare? Um, how well were you able to sort of, you know, mitigate an error? Correct. And in the end, really how good were your bad shots? Exactly. Um, and that's now Sam is now that he's matured a little further and, and been around uh, playing with older kids. He now sort of recognizes that. Okay. This isn't, you know, I need to have enough speed, right? Yes. I need to have enough distance. Yeah. Um, and I have enough control already over the ball, but now it's going to come down to either, you know, am I physically prepared to, to walk three days of 18 holes in, you know, 98 degree heat? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, where is my fitness? You know, where is my nutrition? Yeah. Where is my sleep? Um, and did I prepare as best as I could for this particular sure. event? Sure. Uh, because just the sort of technique or the mechanics of it becomes... Again, everybody has sort of their own thing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, yeah, there's going to be kids that are going to hit it a lot further than you always. But in the end, if they don't figure out how to take that and turn, you know, their weaknesses into at least some sort of strength, exactly. it becomes a challenge. Yeah. And, th- and that's just the, 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 again, I'm
0: learning this as I go too. Like, I, my brother's going to always outdrive me. He's always going to he's always gonna be longer than me. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just know this. But, like, you know, parse par. Yeah. Like, if I, yeah. if I hybrid off the tee, yeah. and I, you know, pull seven and, and can get there, and then I, I ultimately, like, I don't have to get there. And that's the great thing about the game, is you, you slowly start to recognize the more you're involved with it, and I'm doing this, is that it doesn't have to be any way. Yep. It's four, fours, you know, pars a par, you know, yep. birdies a birdie. Like, however I get there, I get there. Obviously, I want to have more effectiveness and efficiency in getting yeah. there, but... It, how I see a shot is going to be different from how they see a shot necessarily. Like, and ultimately, you know, if I if I go bogey that hole, can I, am I mentally strong enough to rebound back Ooh. from that in the next hole and like yep. do what I need to do to keep going? Yep. Right. So yeah, you're right. At, at some point, their physical abilities because they're still growing will plane off. Yep. Right? You're absolutely right. and think that's fantastic. Um, coming and again, I'll pull my my soccer coaching background. I always thought my kids that I coached didn't watch the game enough. Mm -hmm. Soccer is a very tactical sport, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And a lot of times I found that the athletes, the the kids, the players that I worked with didn't watch the game enough. Mm -hmm. Now, kind of dovetailing with the social media, how often do they have a chance to, for one thing, because they're playing the same time tournaments are on, right? But do they watch actual tournaments on TV when they're home? Or is it more like, Hey, we're we're taking that time off from golf, and we're doing whatever else as a family or something like that. Like I have, you know, no kids, so there's a soccer game on, on TV pretty yeah, much yeah. like 80% of the time yeah, on, yeah. on the weekends, especially while I'm cooking or whatever. Do you guys have it on, or is it like a,
1: we divorce ourselves from that when we don't have to be in that, in that world? So, uh, well, there's there's typically either two channels on uh, in our house when I'm in the living room yep. in particular. There's it's either golf or it's the cooking channel. Nice. Uh, it 's it's one of those two things typically nice um, nice do i do they watch uh, they 'll they'll watch the majors yeah. in many ways yep. they 'll watch um, you know some of the the larger tournaments certainly when we get to the playoffs yeah uh, they 'll watch quite a bit of that yeah like this the weekend this the, the tournament going on this weekend um, yep. they probably won 't watch much if any of that um, obviously they 've been watching sort of the 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 sideshow around golf the last week, which has been sort of Phil Mickelson and all the sort of drama with the Saudi Golf League, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I certainly push watching golf quite a bit. Yep. Um I grew up; that was my only way of getting instruction. Right, sure. we didn't have means to no sure uh, to do what what they have the chance to do right now. So Absolutely. the only way I learned was to watch golf on TV and listen to the commentators. Yeah. And, Have them talk about, you know, technique or positions or or how to play a a certain type of shot, uh, et cetera. But the thing that we, I guess, uh, I augmented a lot with, uh, as well as my wife, um, so our kids will watch whatever you send to them in a text message. So, uh, obviously, if I'm seeing things on social media, whether that's, you know, pick any of the social media platforms, something about a shot that was performed or... Uh, the way a player approached a particular thing or let's say you know Justin Thomas's stats for a given week yep. right yep uh i will share all that stuff you know as part of like the the text the family text chat yeah yeah and uh you know they'll asynchronously read it or review it and and then we'll talk about it and comment on it but it's still not quite the same as watching sure. a golf tournament for an hour yeah. and just sort of listening to the commentary and how play develops and and how you understand wow you know Most of the time, all you really ever see are the big shots. True, uh, Or the ones where they hit it to to kick in range. Yes. But what you don't see is the magical stuff that they do, which is they get up and down from almost anywhere. Yes. Um, And almost many times, they they don't really sort of, you know, struggle emotionally if they hit a bad shot. Or like you said, they have a... They're all pretty good at bouncing back, so they made a bogey. They typically will follow it up easily with a par, if not a birdie on the following hole. Yeah. Um, So we, we do supplement it. They'll watch all the big stuff. But it's not something that they watch like every day and i i uh i will also say that like when there's like golf channel stuff that's about instruction yes i will <laughs> i will ask them to not like not watch it right <laughs> like le- meaning like let me let me watch and filter it for you yeah and if there's something i want you to see sure then uh i'll i'll, I'll say come look at this which we do that we yeah. will say come look at this and and think about that or give it some consideration um but i i
0: we, but we, out of context, it doesn't always work, right? Like if you're yeah. just watching technical information for technical information's sake, it yeah. may not always apply. And if you just absorb, go, oh, they said that, I need to take that on. Does that apply to your situation, or does it apply to the things you need to be
1: working on? Is it is it, at, is it in context? It, it, the context and like I think the there's the context and then like what we're focusing on right now because like what they're saying on the on let's say on the on TV, yeah maybe a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. But it's not what we want to be focusing on right now. Absolutely. Right. And, Absolutely. Yep. and just cause you saw it, you know, swiping through a social media feed or whatever, do you then run out and spend 45 minutes doing that? Yep. That's not what we were trying to get you to work on. Yeah. Right? We need you to work on these other things. Yep. Maybe, maybe that is something that we need to do, but it's not in the right progression. Yep. Right. Or it's not in the right context. Absolutely. Right. Yep. So, uh, fitness is like that fitness, exactly.
0: fitness, Instagram, fitness, social media is very much yeah. like that. We're, like, I want to do that. I'm like, and even sometimes with, sometimes especially with Sam, like wanting to do something specific, I'm like, Hey, let, let's, uh, that's, that's like a, that's here and yeah. I want you there, yep. but we're still around here. Let me get yep. you there. Like, let's, it's going to, yep. I think you see that and it's it just either it's progression, regression context or like needs analysis context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Fitness is like yep. that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so what are, well, we got like two big questions. right and we'll wrap what are um some changes i think that you would like to see or that could happen to make not just and i'll say golf in 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 general and junior golf because that's obviously the wheelhouse we're talking about here but just i guess maybe your experiences in youth sports as a parent Mm -hmm. anything that stands out to you that wish was better different somehow that has been a struggle collectively. Like again, thirty thousand foot view. This this kind of like thing or theme through youth sports in general. Well, I'll,
1: I'll give you, I'll give you the the first one, which I'm, okay. I'm sure every. Well, I, I would assume a lot of parents have to same you know say, say similar things, which is yeah. less parent involvement. I think the better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether it's at competitions um, or it's you know in practice, I, I think the the. The more independence you can offer them, the more, whether it's, you know, well, you're, you're sitting in the car in the parking lot and you're just watching what they're doing. Um, you know, as a 10-year-old, maybe you don't want to leave them completely on their own sure. just yet, Sure. Uh, but you want to sit in the parking lot so that they know that there is somebody there you're there. Um, yeah. and you just go over there and just sort of do your thing. Um, and then certainly in competitions. Uh, golf is one of those things where you grow up competing typically with one of your parents caddying for you. I was going to say yeah, right? Yeah. And then at some point there is a break. But there's this there is uh we don't have enough time on this podcast to go through like the countless really difficult stories that you have or that I have. Yeah. You know, with other parents or other caddies um, and just what that can turn into in in a competition because the caddy is part of the game now, right? A team, like yeah, they're yeah. they're they're part of it, right? Yeah. So what a caddy does can impact a player's scores uh, and vice versa, right? Yep. What a pe- player tells a caddy to do, yep. even if the player um, knows or doesn't know that what they're telling the caddy to do is wrong, can impact their scores. Yeah. And so you have parents, you know, who may not know the game, who may not know, really know the rules, who said, well, my son or my daughter told me to do something and I did it. Yeah. You know, that's not a bad thing, right? And it's sure. Like, no, it is. It, you broke the rules. And then it's just sort of the, the whole sort of bad competition that you can also get into. So I think parents... Yeah. Involvement, um, it's tough in golf because, you know, a six-year-old is maybe not yet strong enough to carry their bag um, the whole time. And they do try to, some leagues try to set rules for like, you know, no talking yeah. or, you know, you're not allowed on the putting green when the yeah. kid is putting yeah. or no coaching and things like that. Um, but I think less parent involvement, I think, is always it's always a good it's thing. Always a good thing it's <laughs> that, all... That's been very, very, <laughs> uh, very thematic through a lot of these interviews so far. Is like,
0: just take a breath. And take a breath and step back. Um, So, again, probably dovetailing with that, a piece of advice, like a singular big rock piece of advice for, you know, again, golf or even outside of golf to parents who will hear this and want to help their kids more. Like, what's the piece of
1: advice? Well, I know the, the thing I tell, you know, anybody who asks me or sometimes I have to tell myself is, you know, you're raising a human being. Right, it, you're not raising a soccer player, you're not raising a golfer, you're not. They may maybe may become those things. Yes. But it it's it's to that person's benefit that they see themselves as a human being first, yeah. and not as I'm a I'm this person that plays this game. Yeah. Right. Um, like when I go to work, right, I don't see myself as this person who does this job. I am this person who does a job. Correct. But the job doesn't necessarily dictates um, how I feel about myself or. Or my self worth, or or whatnot, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, in in youth sports, because because they just don't have as much access to the whole world, and, and sort of realize that that you know you will live longer than eighteen years. Yeah, the world's small still, so, right? It's very small. It's still very small, them. Them. Yeah. and um, and unfortunately, right? They they do take a lot of their sense of self worth from how well they do at a particular you know game or uh, in a particular performance. And so. Yeah, you know it's it's a, it's a piece of advice I think everybody hears or says, which is there is a long term thing here, yeah. right? And and yeah. you only get them for a finite period of time, typically. And after 18, you know, they sort of move on, and they're yep. sort of, you know, fully I don't say fully formed, but they're at least treated as adults, yep. and they're expected to behave and perform in a very you know independent uh, way. And maybe they're exceptionally good at a given sport. Yeah. Um, but. That will only go so far if they're like sort of terrible human beings. Exactly. Uh, so, exactly. So, I mean, you you have to be really, really good at something to get away with being a terrible human being sure. at the same time. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I don't know the, the vices. You know, you know, build, a, try to build a good good human being, or at least try to nurture that, and and be mindful of the long term picture of what's going on. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you know. Yes, I hope th- that helps. That's, that's perfect. That's excellent, man. Vince, thanks,
0: man. It's yeah. been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Tim. Thank you. Guys, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. All right? Take care. Hey, guys. Coach Tim here. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. If you could, do me a favor. Go ahead and write a review. Go ahead and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really is a great way for other people to find our podcast. Feel free to share it with your friends and any parent you think that might get some benefit out of hearing these stories. And uh, we'll keep sharing with you guys. Thanks a lot. Take care.